Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars show. This is episode 157. Hope you're keeping well and safe and that you've managed to do something really Star Warsy over the last couple of weeks that we've not been around. So last week, for last week's episode, we were not here. We were, uh, Mark and myself and the rest of the Captivate team, we were at a show and we were having a bit of a laugh on the, the episode before that, back in uh, 156 which went out on the 21st of May. We're having a bit of bants and, and having a bit of laughs, saying, yeah, we'll probably do a show at the, uh, at the at the event and stuff like that. But alas, we didn't get time to do that. So apologies for that. And there was no, no episode last week, but we are back this week. And for this one, I am running solo because my co-host and uh, uh, your, your good friend, uh, Mr. Mark Asquith, he's uh, a bit under weather today. He's not, he's not doing too well. So he's a bit poorly. So it's just going to be me going through some Star Wars news and a little bit of a Star Wars celebration recap more than anything. So we're going to save the reviews for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the first, I guess, four episodes it will be uh, come next week, as long as Mark's good to record. We were going to do uh, the first three as a review this week, but as I mentioned, he's off and a little bit under the weather. So next week, hopefully when Mark's back, we'll both record for episode 158 and we will review the first four episodes all together for Obi-Wan Kenobi. But uh, hopefully you've all been watching that show. It's all been very cool. Watching Ewan McGregor back on the screen and watching that storyline evolve uh, again between those two and and Darth Vader slash Anakin. So on. It's, it's very cool. So I don't want to go into too much detail right now because, yeah, we're going to talk about that next week. But it has been very, very cool. So if you're waiting to binge watch it, if you've been saving them up, don't do that. Don't do that. Just go and watch it. Go and watch it. New episode every Wednesday, and the first three have been uh, the first three have been very cool. So we'll save that for now, though. Now that the dust has settled a little bit on Star Wars Celebration 2022, and that's all come to an end, I thought I'd go through and just pick out some of the cool bits that I thought were really good announcements from that show. It does look like a really cool event. I think everybody was just really raring to go and chomping at the bit to get back out to a Star Wars Celebration event. So, dear listener, if you're not sure what Star Wars Celebration is, you should do by now, but essentially it's when there's no COVID or any pandemics on, it's a yearly um, show. It's like a, a if you've been to a Comic-Con before or any kind of convention in that kind of ilk, it's that sort of thing. But it's put on by, I'm pretty sure it's an official thing, it's put on by Lucasfilm or Disney or both, you know, with partnership with other people and it's um it's quote unquote the star wars event for the week for the year sorry and it's essentially a a three or four day thing and it's full of announcements for different things and they announce 
They usually announce upcoming films, any TV shows that we now have Disney+, Plus, etc. Video game news, that kind of thing. It's an opportunity to get all the creators together for panels and do announcements and whatnot. They also have these fun little things as well. They'll just bring on random people like somebody that would somebody that was in star wars uh rogue one for example they'll pull they'll put them on stage and they'll play lego star wars for a bit and just chat about things like little quirky things like that and then we have some other people that uh that run panels as well and they normally get a really good lineup i mean this year again you should have you should know what's going on but as a recap for anyone that didn't see it they had ewan mcgregor and christian uh, hayden christensen there and that was really good they had a panel it was only short but the crowd went absolutely bonkers when those two were there and there was a really cool moment when the interviewer, I forget the guy's name, turned around and said, <laughs> uh, came to the end, aimed to the end of the interview and basically said, so, um, you know, is there a, is there a reason why people should be excited about Kenobi and, you know, the TV show and so, and uh, Hayden Christensen just leaned forward and just said, this is where the fun begins. And I tell you, the crowd just went nuts for five minutes straight. You couldn't hear anything that they were saying. And it, yeah, it was bonkers. So really cool little moments like that, which is very cool. So there's a bunch of stuff that happened at the event, loads of announcements, but I'm going to pick out, I'm going to do my top three. I'm not going to go on for too long. You're probably thinking, oh, what? I tuned in this week to hear you and Mark and all I've got is your your boring tone to listen to. So I'm not going to go on for too long, but I do want to pick out my, my top three. So the first one that I want to talk about is the trailer that they put out for the sequel to uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So as you know, we're big gamers here at Spark of Rebellion, and we loved the first game, Fallen Order. It looks very cool, and we knew that there was a sequel on the way. So for the last year, maybe two years, Respawn Entertainment, the studio that makes the game in association with EA, They've been hiring loads of positions and they weren't shy about it. So in some of the job listings, it was, you know, we need a uh, an environment artist for an upcoming Star Wars game or we need a level designer, that kind of thing. So they weren't shy. So although they hadn't announced the game early on, you could tell that a sequel was imminent and they were hiring staff to work on that and so on. And then there was some build up from the beginning of this year around, are we going to see the sequel land this year? Uh, so we're not going to see that, unfortunately. There's no release this year for the sequel. But we have they have given us a trailer, which looks very, very cool. And the title for the sequel is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So they're keeping the Jedi uh, overall story arc, I guess, or the or the, um, the the franchise, I think. I think Mark and I spoke about that news a few months back uh, now on, on Spark Rebellion around... EA announcing this game series as a, a sort of a mini franchise within Star Wars. So they're keeping the Jedi name and it's called Survivor. And the trailer looks really, really cool. So we can see Cal Kestis. He's matured a little bit. You can see that uh, everything that's happened in the first game has, you know, sort of built him up a little bit. And he's more of a more of a rounded Jedi. He's got more experience under his belt now. And he's rocking and rolling. And there's some cool little tidbits in there. You see him... Uh, going to a lot of different uh, locations, there's more going on, and there's also a, a couple of figures in the trailer that a bit of a head scratcher. It's like, wow, who's that? You know, there's a there's a mysterious person in a big. Uh, we assume it's a back to tank towards the end of the trailer, and and some other bits. So it does look very very cool, and more than anything, it just looks beautiful. I mean, the first game wasn't wasn't terrible looking visually and production wise. It was very cool, but you can tell that this one has amped up. 
the production a little bit and the graphics look way better. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that they've designed this game with the, I guess you would say current gen now. I think people still are, are saying next gen still, but for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and the S, I think hopefully they design it for those. And, uh, and um, maybe some backwards compatibility possibly, but it does look very cool. So we're really interested to see what's going to go on in that. So there's no... There's no specific date on when that's landing. It just says 2023. So we can probably assume either summer next year or autumn slash, if you're in the US, if you're a US listener, then the fall. One of those uh, periods. That's normally when you have the bigger releases drop. So it's probably going to be that. And uh, yeah, it looks very, very cool. So um, we will keep you up to date. I imagine there's going to be... I imagine there's going to be a few more events and a few more things, uh, opportunities to have a look at some gameplay from this as we get closer to release next year and some other bits and bobs. So we've still got some of the events coming up this month in June. So now that E3 is not going ahead, there were some other things that were happening anyway. So normally at E3, there's usually a, there's a big stage that Microsoft and have for the xbox and sony and you know example yeah, nintendo as an example those big players but also a lot of game studios and, and publishers have also gotten in on the game over the last five or five or six years and we normally have an event by ea there's one by ubisoft and there's a couple of others so that's that stuff is still coming up in june at some point so we might see something for jedi survivor in those it might just be a repeat of the trailer we're not too sure but anyway, we'll keep you up to date with what's happening with that as we get closer to release. Uh, number two for me, the second thing, which looks very cool and a bit of a surprise in a good way, was the Andor trailer. So we've spoken a little bit about Andor over the last six months, but only a tiny amount because we didn't, didn't really know anything about it, to be honest with you. We just knew that Diego Luna was coming back as Cassian Andor and it was going to be a prequel to Rogue One. So this is going to uh, show us the the backstory a little bit for for Cassian and how he ends up with the rebellion and I think there's some flashbacks to his younger life and and all that sort of thing so it was really cool and to see first of all a trailer for it in the first place because I think everybody was just expecting that the the priority for the event was going to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show and probably the Ahsoka show so this just comes out of nowhere and it's amazing and not only that the release date is just round the corner so august 31st episode one of um of andor is going to drop and it does look very cool so as i mentioned this is a prequel to rogue one it happens uh roughly five years prior to rogue one so we're going to see cassian um joining the rebellion embedding himself in that journey up until uh, uh, up until Rogue One, which looks very cool. It's uh, 12 episodes, and um, it's going to be split across um, two series for now. So series one is going to have 12 episodes, and they are already working on series two. They're calling it part two or the second part. As in, they don't. It does. It sounds like they're not. They don't want to label it as season one or season two, whatever that might be. But you know. In a nutshell, it's series one and two that they're working on. So 12 episodes each. We're going to get 24 episodes at least of Andor, which is cool. So that makes me think that when we get to the end of series one or season one, at the end of episode 12, 
it's not just going to be a seamless transition into the beginning of Rogue One. It sounds like they're going to leave it on a bit of a cliffhanger and then you'll have to come back likely next year at some point. I imagine the second part or season two will land in 2023. But the trailer looks really good. It's got loads of... It's got a very cool feel to it. So as we know, in the, in the world of Star Wars, regardless of what you're watching, whether it's one of the films or especially these days on these Disney Plus series, everything has a certain feel to it. And that's because everything is designed in such a way that you should be able to recognise when you're watching something from the world of Star Wars. There's just... It, it's like certain design decisions. It's, you know, the way that certain things look within this universe that even if it's not on the nose, you can sort of subconsciously think, actually, this feels like Star Wars. So it definitely feels that way. It's definitely got that that awesome feel and production to it. But it does feel like it's also, I guess, in the same way that Rogue One did. It feels like it's very, very familiar, feels very Star Warsy, but it's got its own thing going on it stands on its own two feet which is very cool and, and this um this uh, tv series has that same that same thing so um like jedi fallen order and this i'm not going to deep dive into that stuff because we'll save that for a future show and i'll chat through this stuff with mark we, I, i'm 99 I'm sure he'll want to do a deep dive and put his own thoughts on this so i'm not going to I'm not just going to do that and wave, you know, wave to Mark in the rearview mirror like, bye, we've already done it, buddy. See you later. So I'll wait until he's back on the show and we'll deep dive into those things. But that's my number two. The Andor trailer looks very, very cool. And that's going to land August 31st. And the last thing I want to talk about, my top three, which could be cool. Now, this is a bit of a, this is a bit of an outlier, this one. And it was a bit of a surprise as well. I'd not, I'm not sure about Mark, but I certainly not heard anything about this before. But it's for a a new Disney Plus, again, a Disney Plus series called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. And this stars Jude Law. And it's about uh, a group of um, 10-year-old kids from uh, somewhere on a small planet, obviously somewhere within the galaxy. And they are stranded somewhere and they need to find their way home. So that's that's pretty much it, but the timeline's very cool. So this happens just after Return of the Jedi, or shortly after Return of the Jedi, and will will come to fit in nicely into the timeline with the Mandalorian and Ahsoka, which is very cool. So this just sounds very cool to me because all of the other stuff that was announced, the other Disney Plus shows, and um, uh, obviously I spoke about Jedi Survivor, they they are all very expected, if that makes sense. We all know that Andor happens um, in the run-up to Rogue One and the characters are very familiar already because we've seen them in a film. The same with Jedi Fallen, uh, with Jedi Survivor. We already know who Cal Kestis is. We've played that game at least a few times, some of us, and we've, we have we know what that story is and all around uh, the Jedi uh, sort of keeping their heads down. And the same with Obi-Wan. Uh, if you've been watching, as I said, if you've been watching Obi-Wan, that's all around the Jedi just keeping their nut down, not getting involved in anything, just trying to survive and not be caught out by the Empire or the Inquisitors and so on. This um, this series, Skeleton Crew, sounds like something completely different. And I think sometimes Star Wars really needs that because it's it's great to have all the other stuff where all these big tentpole characters are in there and it's amazing to watch. Of course, it's it's amazing to watch 
Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. That is amazing, of course. And some of the other stuff that we've got coming, it's going to be very cool. But sometimes with Star Wars, you need to have a little bit of a, a breeze of fresh air that just comes through now and then. And they did that with Rebels. That was what was so cool about um, the animated show Star Wars Rebels, was that it's happening around a timeline that you already know about. You already know around, you know, the build-up of the Resistance and Fulcrum with Ahsoka and and all that stuff. But we had brand new characters that we could get into with Ezra and, um, you know, some of those other the characters from from that crew. And at first, yeah, maybe it was a little bit, oh, okay, you know, I still prefer The Clone Wars, you know. And overall, I think The Clone Wars is a better show. However, it's still a very, very cool show, and I'm hoping that Skeleton Crew is going to be the same, uh, exactly the same uh, sort of vibe as Star Wars Rebels. Uh, what's also cool about this is this is created by um, uh, the guy, I think he either, he either wrote or directed uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, John Watts. And again, Mark and I spoke about this about two months ago. We were doing a news rundown, as we normally do, and we were doing the silly rumours and stuff like that. But one of them that caught our eye was this, you know, John Watts from uh, Spider-Man's No Way Home uh, is doing something for Star Wars. We were like, actually, this could be kind of cool. Uh, this kind of cool. And also, um, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are on this as producers, so they will oversee and make sure that it hits all the beats that you would hopefully expect and all that jazz. So, yeah, it's. Um, I think this is going to be a good one. There's just something about it that sounds very cool, and like I said... I think we just need a little bit of uh, a little bit of freshness and newness within Star Wars on a regular basis, just to keep stuff happening and uh, and the ball rolling outside of those tentpole characters and the main those main um, the storylines that branch off from the main saga and so on. Uh, which is also why I think the um, the Jedi video games are very cool with Cal Kestis because you're not playing as Luke Skywalker, you're not playing as Darth Vader or you know Boba Fett or Bosk, whatever. It was something new to get your teeth into. So that's my number three. That's pick number three, Skeleton Crew, which looks very, very cool. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there's loads of things that came out of this year's Star Wars celebration. And I just want to close on on one thing, which is very, very cool. There was a bunch of things that I could have gone into, loads more detail and so on. Um, there's a, For the merch guys out there, um, there's a very, very cool looking uh, Star Wars uh, BD-1 figure from Lego, which looks very, very cool. That does look cool. Mark and I are big Lego heads, so uh, that might be cool. Um, interesting enough, they also had a little, um, a couple of little spots for other things, not Star Wars related, but I guess, quote unquote, the old days Lucasfilm stuff as well. So we got Indiana Jones 5. Uh, we got a poster for that, which looks very cool. And then we also get a trailer for the upcoming disney plus series willow so willow if you don't listen it doesn't know what that is it's an old sci-fi uh is it sci-fi no it's an old sort of fantasy film uh back in the 80s i'm sure it's like the late 80s and it stars uh warwick davis and um val kilmer and so that's coming back that's going to be a, a a disney plus series so that was cool so they also had some other little bits um that uh, that came out of that and we also had some other tidbits around the High Republic. We can't forget about the High Republic, of course. This is the, the sort of brand new era that Lucasfilm and Disney are pushing as a new initiative for uh, for Star Wars. So we had that as well. And then um, we also had one of the best things ever, 
we had John Williams back and uh, yeah, and, and he did, um, I think he played the Obi-Wan Kenobi theme because he's still writing. He's still absolutely just banging out amazing music and uh, you know, he's wrote the music, at least the theme, at least for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. So he was there, he was conducting a live orchestra, which is really cool. And then there's a little fanboy moment. Harrison Ford comes out and uh, yeah, and the two of them have a little embrace. I think over the years, if they bumped into each other, there's a huge amount of sort of mutual respect there and love for each other. So that was really nice. And yeah, it was really cool. So that's all the things and there's loads more. Mark and I will probably dive into some of those things a bit more in detail next week, as I mentioned. But the last thing I want to just pick up on was the announcement for next year's Star Wars celebration, which is going to be here in the UK. Lovely. So Mark and I have been saying since we've started this podcast, we need to go to Star Wars Celebration. Every time that something happens, uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of a crap situation with COVID, and I had to had to, to ban you know can it for uh, for a couple of years. But outside of that, Mark and I have always said we should go to Star Wars Celebration one year. We should do that. We should do that. So now we don't have to travel too far, which is awesome. So it's going to be here in London at the Excel Centre in April next year. So. As soon as I saw that announcement, I think they did that on the last day or the last evening of celebration this year. They put out a tweet and the little announcement saying, you know, because whenever they do it over here, it's um, Star Wars Celebration Europe. And it was in Germany one year, then it was here, then it was somewhere else. But next year it's back in London, which is amazing. So I text Mark immediately, as you do. I was like, dude, Star Wars Celebration next year, we're definitely going. His reply was just, oh shit, yes. So I can assume that he also wants to go to Star Wars Celebration. So that'll be cool. So we will try and get some cool things happening at Star Wars Celebration next year. We'll obviously cover all of the announcements and do all that stuff, but we'll try and get some podcasty stuff going on as well. We'll try and get some interviews with people, maybe a meetup. Um, any of our listeners that are here in the UK can get down to London. We'll do a little Spark of Rebellion meetup. That'd be awesome. We'll work out some stuff. It'll be cool. So that was that. So that was Star Wars Celebration. Uh, my top three bits Uh, that came out of this year and uh, I think I'm going to wrap there for episode 157 thank you thank you so much for listening to Spark of Rebellion for another week it's been great to have you here listening to me waffle on Uh, but those were my top three picks or celebration this year and as i mentioned next year celebration is here in the uk so we'll do some cool stuff for it then and hopefully mark will be back next week and we can talk about uh, some of those little things especially the andor trailer and skeleton crew and some other little bits that i know he wants to talk about we'll we'll do a, a 10 minute recap on that stuff and, and deep dive into the trailers and then we will crack on with our review of obi-wan kenobi the first four episodes which we will do next week. In the meantime, make sure that you're following or subscribing to this podcast on your fave podcast app of choice. That way you won't miss a show when it lands every single Saturday. We are on the socials too, Instagram and Twitter mainly. You can go there just by going to sparkerrebellion.com forward slash Twitter or forward slash Instagram. We chat Star Wars throughout the week, so come and do that. And if you like Spark of Rebellion and you want to support us and throw a few dollars our way, that would be much appreciated. Everything that comes through our Patreon goes back into our show for new equipment, production, um, working out how what we're going to do with extra content, etc. It all goes back into the show and to our current patrons, 
you guys are amazing so thank you so much so those of you that have um, supported us for a while or if you've just jumped onto patreon it doesn't matter it's all amazing so thank you so much and if you want to support us just go to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash patreon and you can do that from one dollar upwards and get yourself some sor swag which is all good so until next week for episode 157 take care of yourself and may the force be with you always <laughs>